Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, stranger. The Opus is moving out and into a new season as we continue to explore the ongoing legacy of music's most iconic records. I'm your host, Adam Unz, and this season we're celebrating the 45th anniversary of Billy Joel's fifth studio album, The Stranger, a record whose critical and commercial success catapulted the piano man to superstardom. Helping us explore this classic collection are artists like Billy Joel's drummer Liberty DeVito, Regina Spector, Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness, Rozzy, Lissy, The Arkells, Bayside's Anthony Renari, and Ben Folds. Great music shapes lives, shakes rafters, and embeds itself into our culture. So let's find out why only the good die young as we deep dive into The Stranger. The new season is out now and is brought to you by the Consequence Podcast Network and Sony Legacy Recordings. Find us at consequence.net or wherever you get your podcasts. Consequence Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to the Spark Parade, where I geek out with artists and entertainers about their cultural spark of inspiration. I'm Adam Unz, at Spark Parade on all social media. Thanks ever so much for joining me. So this is sort of the Halloween episode. Why is that? Uh, I guess just because Halloween was yesterday. And my guest today is the incredible singer and songwriter Slater. Is she spooky? Not really. But her spark is David Lynch's masterpiece. Yes, I said masterpiece and I fucking mean it. Blue Velvet. And that's at least creepy. Even if it's not spooky. Eh, okay, maybe this Halloween theme is a bit of a stretch. I did not think this through. Whatever. Moving swiftly along. Quick Slater facts. Catherine Grace Garner, better known by her stage name Slater, is a singer and songwriter. Growing up in the suburbs of St. Louis, Slater worshipped pop culture from afar. After dropping out of college, she began to record music as Slater, a pseudonym from her favorite dazed and confused character. Following the release of her debut album Troubled Paradise, her second absolutely fucking brilliant album, Starfucker, marks a new and evolved stage for Slater. Starfucker sees her delving deeper into her pop stardom with an extravagant Los Angeles starlet persona. The 12-track album is centered around themes of fame, sex, and celebrity obsession in Hollywood. Starfucker is out now, and you can and should listen to it. Quick Blue Velvet facts. Blue Velvet is a 1986 neo-noir mystery thriller written and directed by David Lynch. Blending psychological horror with film noir, Blue Velvet stars Kyle MacLachlan, Isabella Rossellini, Dennis Hopper, and Laura Dern. The film concerns a young college student who, returning home to visit his ill father, discovers a severed human ear in a field. The ear then leads him to uncover a vast criminal conspiracy and enter into a romantic relationship with a troubled lounge singer. 
Blue Velvet initially received a divided critical response, with many stating that its explicit content served little artistic purpose. In the years since, the film has been re-evaluated, and it is now widely regarded as one of Lynch's major works and one of the greatest films of the 1980s. And there you have it. Let's get down to business. Here comes my chat with Slater about Blue Velvet. So do you remember seeing Blue Velvet for the first time or being turned on to it? Yeah, I watched it the first time like a year ago. I think my ex showed it to me. We're just like watching a bunch of movies and uh, kind of on like a, uh, a tip of a bunch of different things like that. And yeah, I loved it. Yeah, it's it, it, such an unusual. I mean, like, are you a David Lynch fan generally? Yeah, when I first moved to L.A., I just started kind of deep diving and watching more movies. And like in the process of like making my album, I just had like a lot of downtime in, in the studio. And I, I see like movies really inspire me a lot. So I kind of got on like a David Lynch tip and watched like Mulholland Drive and watched like all these different movies. And yeah, that was one of that was a really that was one that I really was inspired by for sure yeah can you remember anything specific that jumped out to you like you know there's so much the visual style the story all of that is so incredible um but was there anything for you that was uh that particularly popped yeah i feel like the the visual style and also just like the kind of unsettling it was like the unsettlingness of it all i feel like it's such a beautiful movie, but it is like it's very unsettling and creepy. And I thought like the kind of juxtaposition between that, like something that's like a really dark, dark in nature, but it's like so beautifully shot and like the like it's very glamorous and like Dorothy, the lounge singer, like her hair and her makeup and everything. But like just the care, like it, she's kind of like a it's kind of like sad, like about her character and everything. So, yeah, I just thought that was really inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. And in a way, I think that. It's a very weird movie. It's a very like intense movie, but in some ways it's one of David Lynch's most straightforward narratives. It's like you can you I think the story is pretty under pretty easy to understand whereas like something like Mulholland Drive where everything's very abstract and it's, you know, kind of left up to your interpretation trying to figure out exactly what he was aiming for. And with this there are elements that are, you know, the scene in Ben's apartment when, you know, uh, Dean Stockwell is lip syncing to uh, In Dreams and that gets kind of weird, um, very weird. But uh, for the most part, it's like it's a mystery that you feel like you're learning things with the character. The story is moving along in a way that feels like relatively accessible. And in some ways that makes it even creepier and more fucked up to me that it's like, yeah, just like it, you can really feel what the characters are going through. And um, yeah, and, and just incredible acting like Isabella Rossellini. Insane. So good. Is there anything about her performance or any of the other performances that that um, you really resonated with? Um, I mean, yeah, I feel like uh, Kyle McLaughlin. That's that's how you say his name, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I feel like a lot of the actors in this movie I feel like I've seen in other things that are definitely not this kind of uh like material it's not so like like you know I know Kyle McLaughlin from like Sex in the City which is like such a random thing or like mm -hmm. Isabella Rossellini she's in like one of my favorite movies ever like Death Becomes Her so I feel like seeing everyone in this this really serious kind of like drama like um 
yeah, like I feel like I'm just really drawn to things like that. It almost it's obviously it's such it's such a famous film, but it it feels like there's almost like B movie elements to it in a way where it's like it, they're all giving these really crazy like serious performances, but uh, it's just so like stylistically on point and like I yeah yeah that that like uh, B movie ishness it also feels to me like kind of 1950s TV, like another thing that David Lynch, I think is really good at is taking like an all American wholesome small town and turning it into just like showing the kind of sinister underbelly and saying, even though on the surface, everything is perfect and beautiful beneath that, just below the surface, it's, you know, horror. Um, and the beginning of the movie when the camera's like tracking through the grass and it's like really pretty it's you know saturated colors beautiful day and then there's this severed ear with like bugs crawling all over it yeah so those kinds of things where it's like that real contrast between like glossy beauty like old hollywood and fucked up shit <laughs> yeah definitely yeah i'm a big fan of that theme mm-hmm. yeah and you know he had made Eraserhead. Have you ever seen that? Um, I have not seen Eraserhead, but I uh, that's definitely on the list. I feel like I before I ever saw any of his films, I had an ex-boyfriend who had like this like book that he wrote. I forget what it was called. It was like a really long time that I read about it, but it was almost like a I feel like it was kind of like a not a self-help book, but like he kind of talks about like creativity and things like that. It's like I don't know if you know the book I'm talking about. It's like a he kind of like goes through like the movies he's made and like kind of like creative process and talks a lot about like meditation. Mm -hmm. And I went to the beach one day and my ex was like surfing and I was like reading this book on the, like just like in the sand and was like sharing about all these movies that I hadn't really seen yet. And so then like, you know, that's that's sort of what like started my like getting on the tip of it. But I definitely want to see Eraserhead. I feel like Blue Velvet and Mulholland Drive are like my top two favorite movies that I've seen. But yeah, I remember I'm talking about that in the book. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he's very into transcendental meditation it's like that and coffee are his two main things love it but yeah the blue velvet and mulholland drive and twin peaks um are all like i, I i'm absolutely obsessed with them i love Eraserhead, but it is like the opposite extreme in terms of accessibility it is weird it really like you have to be invested in weirdness to be able to kind of get through it anyway back to blue velvet yeah just the i guess the storytelling as well the way that violence and sex are depicted the relationships between the characters like again having this kind of 1950s romance between Kyle MacLachlan and Laura Dern, and then something that's much feels much more contemporary and like kind of SNM, just really much more extreme between Kyle MacLachlan and um, Isabella Rossellini. And at the time, the reviews were super polarizing. Like people either loved it or hated it. And I I feel like now people have kind of a, a, a better appreciation for it. But you can understand it. It's like really divisive stuff yeah yeah did you did you feel that i mean is it or were you just like uh no qualms about it you you absolutely loved it or were there things about it that were tough for you no i definitely loved it i feel like i need to watch a movie a couple times to really like soak it in especially a movie like that and so that's definitely I, i've seen it like like you know maybe like four or five times and i still feel like i don't like fully like get it like you know what i mean but um i'm a very visual person so to me it's just like the aesthetic of it 
is what I'm most drawn to. Like even like the furniture or like Dorothy's like apartment with like the mob carpet. Like I feel like there's all these little things in it that like the set design, the production design of it is like so stunning. And I feel like that all has inspired me a lot. But and that's kind of I like immediately loved it for that reason. But then obviously there's like a lot of deeper layers and like themes and things. And yeah, I think like yeah, sometimes I feel like with certain movies like that, I like I, I feel like I'll never fully like get it, but I I I love I appreciate it and I love like the visuals of it and everything. Yeah, I mean, I think with David Lynch, if you are trying to fully get something, you're going to be working really hard for the rest of your life, and you may not ever get there. Yeah, definitely. Um, but that's part of the joy of it to me is that you know he is not very willing to he doesn't overexplain his stuff. The explanations that he gives are just as mysterious as the actual work. So you kind of just have to go with your feelings. But yeah, I think that's that's part of the that's one of the most exciting things about it. So I guess like with the direct impact that this has had on you, like how has um, the film affected you personally or in your work or I feel like it's I mean for my album and everything I feel like it inspired so much just like visually and I feel like the whole like premise of it of there being like a lounge singer who like is kind of like caught up in some like weird stuff and has some like characters in her life where it's like kind of like dark relationships that like borderline like abuse almost. I feel like that is so, you know, that's something that happens in like the music industry all the time on like, and it sounds corny to like relate the two, but it really, you know, like her kind of being like, like the, the whole like thing of being like a lounge singer. It's like, you're kind of like a fading star. Like you're not, you never really quite made it, but you're like singing and you're slinking around in clubs and hanging out with that kind of cast of characters. And yeah, it's something that I kind of like related to just like being in music or being like an artist that's kind of like has been on the cusp for like a really long time, never quite had like a break through like there's something that's like tragic about that but still very glamorous and so I feel like that movie kind of sums up a lot of things for me or like things that I would relate to and yeah like for my for my album cover like a lot of like the choices with like set design I kind of did as like an homage to the movie like the like the mauve carpet in Dorothy's apartment I like really love that color and I feel like it almost is like it's not quite pink but it almost is like it's not like red like blood but it's like this like glamorous in between kind of color and I was like yeah like I wanted to do the mauve carpet and just like the kind of like 80s makeup and everything and I have like a lyrical nod to it on one of my songs dramatic about like wearing blue velvet like I feel like there's a lot of things that I feel very like drawn to with this movie that I've tried to tie into like my own work and a lot of other movies too, but this one being kind of like the main inspiration point. Time for a quick break because somebody's got to keep the lights on around here, but we'll be right back. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. 
Noom.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And that stuff that you were saying about the music industry, hopefully people who are performing are not having their husband and child held, uh, having their husband's ear cut off and being forced into (laughs) sexual slavery so that, you know, I, I don't imagine that that's a common experience. But I think the kind of public and private image that, you know, performers you, you get on stage or you're making a video or whatever, and it's a, a version of yourself, but it's something that you're creating. It's your art. And it's the, you know, the version of you that you present to your fans, to the public. And then there's you, the, you know, stuff that's happening inside of you, the stuff that's happening in your personal life. And it, in the industry, you know, if you're having frustrations with the people you work with or, you know, the powers that be at the label or whatever. Um, and then when you're performing, it's like for most people, I mean, sometimes people will air their grievances on stage, but for the most part, you get on stage and it's like, you know, all of that stuff disappears, or at least, you know, you're not presenting it to the audience while you're performing it's the same thing for me with dorothy that she's like doing this lounge act while all this absolutely horrific shit is happening to her and it's like putting on a mask and just doing the job yeah definitely i feel like that's like probably you know i don't have it so bad but i know that like there's you know historically artists there's been such kind of horror shows with that kind of that exact thing where it's like putting on a show and like having your artistry be so like perfect and facing the public and then behind the scenes things are like pretty dark and it's scary and you know you're there's like control put over you like I feel like a lot of times like artists don't have a lot of or maybe back in the day now it's definitely more different but I think that like you know there was like definitely a time where you know labels take more control of an artist and things are like better now but um you know, it's like funny. I, I like relate everything to like the dumbest things, but like I feel like even yeah, like a movie like this, like no one, it wouldn't pop into anyone's head that it's like oh, but it's like almost like Britney Spears in a way. You know, like I feel like that seemed like such a silly thing to compare to, but really, it's like you know, kind of a similar thing where like some horrible things have happened to her, but it's like she was always like this like bubblegum like front facing. Not that Dorothy's like bubblegum by any means. Like it's more like dark, but you know, just like the kind of same thing where it's like. What's facing the public is not what's going on. Right. And with someone like Brittany where she's getting out on stage and it's like, blam, consummate performer, totally nailing it, really putting on this amazing show for her fans. And then she leaves stage and it's like her life is fucking terrible and she's being controlled by all of these people who just want to make money off of her. And, you know, like you said, it's a different situation, um, you know, but. Uh, with with Dorothy and it can be yeah like I, I feel like there's like a lot that mirrors in that movie that I was like drawn to just about like you know the lounge singer if you will <laughs> yeah it also 
makes me think of that um, uh, part of the Katy Perry documentary when um, Russell Brand dumps her by text. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. And then she she like is crying and crying and crying and going to stage. And then like right before like the riser takes her up to the show, she like puts a smile on. Yeah. Yeah. And it like, you know, breaks your heart and just makes you feel like you you never know what people are going through. But also, even though it's terrible to have to make that transition so quickly it is this weird skill to be able to just like put a a curtain down and keep all of the stuff that uh is you know inside of you that's hurting away from your performance um and yeah i mean i've i think i have hammered this point home enough now about that uh particular issue but it's incredible and that like Isabella Rossellini's performance in this, I think Dennis Hopper is, yeah, it, it, it is. He is so scary. He is it, like so menacing, so perfect for that part. Did you know that uh, it was maybe going to be Helen Mirren playing the Isabella Rossellini part? I did not. That's crazy. Yeah, that's like a totally different movie. Yeah, can you imagine? Yeah, and also uh, this movie was like the beginning of these really like incredible lifelong relationships that he had with tons of people like Angelo Badalamenti who did the uh score he scored Twin Peaks and they worked together you know he he died a couple of years ago but until his death they were working together constantly he had worked with Kyle MacLachlan on Dune before this um and then they worked together f- you know for decades same thing with Laura Dern she was 18 when she did this movie and they've worked together for her whole life and i think it's a, you know it's a testament to the joy that people get from working with a filmmaker if they keep coming back and having this be the foundation of that is is pretty amazing yeah yeah you know i feel like yeah, there's always you always hear read stories about actors that like almost after films that are like really dark in nature kind of have been falling outs with filmmakers just because of like where they get pushed to go and things. So it's it's cool that something that is so dark, like obviously like he's just an incredible person to work with. So that's cool. What an icon. Yeah. Yeah. And it, when I was doing some research for this, I uh, came across an article that was just uh, I don't know if it was a show of photos, but they some photos had been found of uh, when they were on set for Blue Velvet. And it's all, you know, all of the kind of behind the scenes stuff is like people laughing and just having fun and they seem like they're really loving it. So um, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. 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 For something that's like super intense and has a lot of very upsetting stuff, it's like everybody's having a laugh <laughs> behind yeah. the camera. Yeah. Also, just in terms of the vis- visual style, some of the things like, camera techniques in the apartment when everybody is you know uh where the husband and son are being held they're all talking you know dennis hopper's talking about going on a joyride and there's just like this jump cut to the highway um and it just happens in like an instant and there's all these kind of like jarring things in the movie like that that take you from you know something that feels like you understand what's the environment that you're in and it just drags you out of it immediately so yeah all of that kind of stuff is really fascinating to me too just like constantly trying to keep you slightly off balance yeah does uh are there are there any particular things about 
the story itself. I mean, outside of uh, Dorothy and the being a lounge singer, but like the relationships between the characters and and all of that stuff that that has stood out to you. I think honestly, something that I found really interesting is kind of like the weird like kink factor with like in that one scene where he's like screaming. <laughs> it's like kind of funny honestly to watch what is it that he yells he's like something about like what does he say do you know what i'm talking about it's like the um, he's like something about like he's like mommy what does he say he says so he's like baby needs baby wants to fuck or like something like that yeah 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 and that always like that always like made me like crack up but like also yeah just like the weird the weirdness of that and the weirdness of like their kind of like relationship like i feel like it like touches on like kink and like weird like thing like it, it's interesting to see that in like a movie like this yeah and that kind of stuff I, I i guess it's one thing to have kink in a movie and then it's another thing when you get this kind of specificity where it's like the stuff that he's showing where it's like sort of mother-son play but then also he's like huffing poppers the whole time yeah iconic apparently actually it was it was initially supposed to be helium and they tested it and it was like you know he sounded like donald duck or something so it was like that it just takes people out of the moment it's not gonna have that kind of you know even though there's humor in it it just took it way too far in the wrong direction but yeah just like huffing poppers from a gas mask as well or from like a hospital mask it's um yeah nuts i love it yeah crazy yeah yeah well, I feel extremely satisfied. Uh, you feel good? Any last thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had like, I wish I had um, more to add other than just like being like visually obsessed. But like, I don't know. I feel like I, I feel like even just talking to you and I'm like, I need to watch this movie tonight and like really like soak it in. Cause you know. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. And it's, uh, I think all of David Lynch's work, you can really try to immerse yourself in the story and really examine like the characters and what's happening. Or you can just kind of let it wash over you because it that's exactly what you said. Like the the set design, the you know, everything about the way that it looks is so like absorbing. Um so yeah, I can understand that. It's really easy to get mesmerized by it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, uh, thank you so much for making time for me. I really appreciate it. This has been so much fun. Yeah, thank you for this is like what a cool thing to talk about. Thank you for having me on today. Yeah, definitely. And uh, congratulations on that album. That is packed full of bangers. So thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Take care. Bye bye. How much fun was that? Very fun. That's how much. Thanks again to Slater for chatting with me. Her brilliant new album, Starfucker, is out now, and you should listen to it. Seriously, if you like pop music, check it out. Out of Time was the first single, and it is such a tune. Every time I listen to it, I get 20% gayer, and, you know, I was already pretty fucking gay to begin with. So you can only imagine the levels of gayness that are happening right now. And uh, she is on tour right now. I saw her in New York last week, and she was so great. So much fun. So uh, check the remaining tour dates and get your tickets. Okay. Uh, so now 
let's make one more little attempt at the Halloween theme. My spark of the week is Sick, which is a slasher movie that came out last year, written by Kevin Williamson of Scream and Dawson's Creek fame. Uh, I was actually expecting this movie to be a pile of shit, but it's really fun. And the characters behave in a relatively rational way for a slasher movie, which is pretty rare. It's got a simple premise and makes use of the pandemic without being boring or exhausting. So check it out if you're into that kind of thing. And that's about it. Please follow me on social media at Spark Parade. And other than that, just have a nice week. Take it easy. And until next time, bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.